salutations, happy and blessed people. I am Dorio Davis, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Say It Loud of the Podcast, episode 108. For my newbies, you have walked across the threshold into my classroom. You are welcome to this space. I am the Renaissance Man, educator, actor, singer, writer, R&B junkie with the charm of a Southern gentleman, and words of wisdom as my grandmama, my mama, and my teachers taught me. I invite you to follow my IG pages at Southern underscore Gentleman 14 and at Crescent Media Productions LLC, where you will find more content and get more notifications about new episodes and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Dr. F.D. Davis. No matter what platform you've used to tune in and enter this classroom, I thank you and I'm glad you're here. In the last episode, the focus was on the inner child as it relates to the guilt wound. In earlier episodes, I have discussed the neglect wound and the abandonment wound. This episode will focus on the inner child as it relates to the trust wound. This will be the conclusion of the inner child series. In this episode, I will focus on the following. Recap on information about the inner child. Define the trust wound. Convey the way the trust wound shows and manifests as behaviors and things you may deal with. Finally, what to do about it. All of this in the awakening. Are you serious? That really happened? It's not enough to be awake. It's the awakening. The inner child is the childlike, usually hidden part of a person's personality that is characterized by playfulness, spontaneity, and creativity, usually accompanied by anger, hurt, and fear, attributable to the circumstances of childhood experiences. The inner child holds all of the memories of our past. We carry those memories throughout our lives, even as adults, whether they were positive or whether the situations or experiences were negative. When you trust someone, you believe in them. You have faith in them, either for who they are or what they can do. You are able to share the most vulnerable and darkest parts of who you are because you feel safe and protected. You even share happy times with them. You make memories with them. You invite them into your world. People whose inner child carries the wound of mistrust have a hard time opening up and trusting others. They see the world through this filter that makes them expect to be hurt. They expect to be deceived and to be cheated on. Whenever they talk to people, they can't get rid of this feeling that there is something more to what is being said. They feel like there is a hidden agenda. They have zero problems finding ways not to trust people. Like... Did you just give me a compliment? If you gave me a compliment, there must be something that you want from me. This is what's going on in their head. Finding excuses not to accept that people's sincerity and words can be truthful can come easy for them. But they will find an excuse under a rock if they have to do so. Why? Simply because their inner child keeps whispering to them, I don't trust anything or anybody. They are insecure and feel the need to assess everything over and over and over and over and yes, over again. People who have the trust wound often attract people who have trust issues and are insecure themselves. When this happens, both parties manifest the issues of an inner child that had his or her trust broken early on in their lives. From today's perspective, it probably doesn't look <laughs> doesn't look like much to you but even something that's insignificant or that you may view as insignificant 
could have potentially caused your inner child such pain that it created a pattern that stuck with you and is still present in your adulthood. It has stuck with you through adolescent years, teen years, and now as an adult, those behaviors you display in your adulthood have been with you for so long that your behaviors are just a part of who you are now. At least that's what you may tell yourself or what you may tell other people when they try to address those behaviors with you. Now, here's what can be done about that. Number one, avoid generalizing people. Everyone is not the same. Take people for who they are by listening to what they say and pay attention to what they do. Now, people say that actions speak louder than words. Mm, I believe that actions can confirm or refute words. Number two, appreciate the person or people in your life who truly care about you. Acknowledge the kindness, attention, encouragement, and support that those people who stood by you during those times of lowness that you experienced. It could have been through making a phone call to check on you when you needed it or by providing a resource for you to graduate from school or giving you a meal when you were hungry when you didn't even ask for it or when you didn't even let on that you actually were hungry. They just thought of you and it just came at the, the right time. Number three, place your trust in the right places and with the right people. Limit those places where your trust would not be appreciated. Your trust is priceless and it should be handled with care. And everyone is not worthy of experiencing your trust. When given to the right people and used in the right places, it can be extremely fulfilling. You are able to share your secrets, your experiences of hurt, your accomplishments, even your faux pas. But given to the wrong people and shown in the wrong places, this will give people the opportunity to use what they know about you against you. And they have the ability to prey on you. So be careful with that information. Number four, also understand that no one is perfect. Now that's a big one. People make mistakes and it's up to you to teach people the way that they should treat you. Be honest with them. And then watch the way they receive the feedback in addition to the way that they implement the feedback. If you see that they are making a conscious effort to honor that feedback, that's awesome. And in addition to that, or what should accompany that is grace. Issuing grace could be essential in those times because mistakes, people are going to make them. And they're not going to get these things right 100% of the time. But sometimes the effort and the attempt to become proficient can go a long way. The motivational moment. There are times when we are busy and things are flowing. You are successful. The things you are working on are doing well. You feel fulfilled. You are in your element. Then there are times when things just go silent. No matter what you do, you feel like you are not moving forward. You're reaching out to people for opportunities and no one is reaching back. They ignore your emails and your messages and you are in a state of waiting. <laughs> being in a place of waiting a lot of times feels worse than being overwhelmed. 
We are beings of movement. We have to do something. If you are, and don't be an overachiever, because if you are an overachiever, then your need for movement is like movement on enhancers. But let me tell you, though you are waiting, it doesn't mean that you have to waste it. You don't have to waste that time. It doesn't mean that you have to completely fold your hands, sit down and do absolutely nothing. This is a time when you can work on something else. Learn a new skill. Pick up a new hobby. You doing the work to move on and expand yourself doesn't mean that you've given up on this thing that you're waiting for. It just means that you're just keeping yourself busy and you're adding on to yourself. You are waiting for things to manifest on that side while you are continuing to build and get better on the other side. It's perfectly fine. It doesn't mean that you've given up. It doesn't mean that you've lost faith. It's just that sometimes you have to keep your hands busy or keep your mind occupied while God is working on that other side. We know that God can do things in the snap of a finger or the, you know, the blink of an eye. And then there are times when, you know, things take a little longer and understanding that we are all God's children and that you are not the only person who receives grace, that there are other people who receive grace, that there are other people who receive love, that there are other people who receive protection, that there are other people who receive blessings as well. So it may take some maneuvering. And some care for other people, you know, to put people in particular places so that you can then get to your place or be put in your place. So while you're waiting to be put in your place, keep yourself busy and work on yourself. And here's the beautiful part. When that thing manifests and because you have been working on something else to better yourself, when that thing is right there in front of you, you are a more evolved product to appreciate what that manifestation is and potentially that thing that you've been working on on the side could make you perform a little bit better and more efficient in that manifestation. Well, that's all for this episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it and I hope that it is something that will help to make you better. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music slash Audible. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Southern underscore Gentleman 14 and at Crescent Media Productions LLC. Find me on Twitter at Dr. FD Davis, and I'm also on Snapchat at Dr. Underscore Nardo. Tune into next week for another episode of Say It Louder the Podcast. Be great and be good to yourself.